Hello, and welcome back to Teach a Man to Think, the podcast. I'm Alexandra, your host. I'm a life consultant and a former attorney, a podcast host, and many other things, but mainly I am here to tell stories, to uplift you, and to hopefully get you through your day in a different way, inspire you, and maybe encourage you to do things a little differently than you would before. So today I want to continue talking about rejection. I did a little teaser episode, but I really want to get into it, and I want to read you an article that I wrote back in November of 2016 on my website, teachamantothink.com, And the reason why I'm reading some of these articles throughout my podcast is because they still hold so true. And since it was written on a blog, I didn't really heavily promote my blog. Not a lot of people got to see these posts. I think this one in particular was just over 800, which is not really a lot because that just means that I saw it, but it doesn't really mean people read it or it penetrated to their mind, which is what I hope to get from this. So I am going to read you this. And then I'll probably have a few thoughts that come out just naturally without any preparation come out for me to share with you. So this is titled Rejection, the Best Gift You Never Asked For. Rejection has the potential to be amazing. It redirects you from something you think is good to something that is usually much better. We often think too highly of ourselves and believe that our present selves know much more than we actually do. It isn't usually until after the fact that we can look back and see just how off course we were. It's at that moment that we express how grateful we are that something we once wanted didn't work out. If only we can carry that wisdom with us in the present and not have to torture ourselves repeatedly until we can see clearly. We have to be honest with ourselves that sometimes we just don't know what's best for us or what direction we should go. That's normal and it's what makes us human. If we knew everything at every stage of our lives, what would be the point to go on? If we could just stop learning, growing, and experiencing because we were already perfect, life would get pretty boring pretty quick. We're not perfect. We're far from it. And that's the beauty of it. Rejection redirects us away from something we think that we need. We have to trust the universe and God and allow the rejections to empower us to redirect us accordingly. Oftentimes, rejection is nothing short of a blazing sign that you can gain something from. Instead, we allow our expectations and false sense of assurance to hold us back from soaking in the precious lessons as they come available to us. Rejection comes in many forms and faces. You can get turned down for that job that you thought you were so right for. You could have been let down by that intriguing girl in your calculus class who you thought would have made the perfect wife. It could be as complex as a drastic life change or as subtle as being told that the bakery is out of your favorite donut. Regardless, rejection still stings and we know it. Sometimes when we experience a chain of rejection, it's easy to feel like the whole world is conspiring against us. It's easy to feel defeated and overwhelmed with the surge of bad luck that we're convinced has fallen upon us. But that mentality will only hinder the potential for a positive change. Change is inevitable. As Heraclitus explained, the only thing that is constant is change. Our attitude will not change anything. The only thing that must change is our attitude. We need to embrace the uncertainties, the unpredictability, and the surprises that life offers because that can only, only then can we reap the benefits from them. It's true, change is uncomfortable. When change falls in line with what we believe is right for us, we seek comfort in that. However, when change comes with rejection, we internally fight it every step of the way. That's why the key is acceptance and understanding. Accepting the fact that the only real thing we know is that we know nothing at all. 
Uncertainty shouldn't breed discomfort. Instead, we should seek solace in it. Knowing that nothing is guaranteed is something that we should value and treasure. Understanding that we have no control is a way to relax your mind and let your life flow more naturally instead of constantly forcing occurrences that just aren't meant to be. Once we accept the things that we can't control, our eyes and minds are opened wider and the haze is lifted. Next time you get rejected from an opportunity that you thought was your path, take a second to give gratitude. Find the strength for patience and gather the inspiration to understand that it was a gift, not a punishment. In fact, it's the best gift you never asked for. Okay, so I hope that you enjoyed that because I loved reading it. I loved sharing it. I loved writing it. And the best part about all of this and my articles is that they hold true even now. I have changed so drastically since this was written. It's been almost six years and I sometimes really can't even recognize myself from day to day. I can't recognize how I looked back then. I really can't recognize um, a lot of my thoughts and my inner struggles I was dealing with and also just my perception on a lot of things. But at the same time, there are some things that just don't change, things that hold true no matter what stage of life you go through. And this is one of them. And I'm so happy that I learned that because I was going through a point in my life where I was just getting rejected left and right. And when I was younger, I I didn't have an easy childhood in a sense. I did go through some struggles. I dealt with some things, but rejection wasn't one of them in a sense. I I was always like a very talented and kind of smart kid and I always wanted to try new things and luckily I pretty much got those things I didn't get rejected much I think one time I got rejected I tried out for guys and dolls uh, in sixth grade and actually it was produced by Jesse Eisenberg's mom um, because his sister went to my school and I believe he also went to school Uh, he's from East Brunswick New Jersey so I had a potential to be in that I don't think I made it even though I just tried out, I went for it, but I wasn't anywhere as talented as the other kids, I guess. So I didn't get that. But other than that, I don't really remember a lot. I remember any jobs that I went on, I got interviews automatically. I remember even in my late teens, early 20s, people would come to me and ask me to help them to interview for things because I would just naturally get every interview that I went on. And I, if I applied for a position, if I applied for a school, I would automatically get it. And this is not me bragging. There, there's, there's a point to the story. And the point is, and the reason why I wasn't getting rejected, because I didn't really go out of my element to try for things that seemed like a challenge to me. I stayed within a comfort zone and I always was comfortable being a little bit better uh, in a sense than everybody else, meaning that If I applied for a position, then I knew that I was probably going to be the hardest working one there. Or if I was, I don't know, in any kind of environment, I never really strived to be around people that were better than me. I never strived to put myself in situations that made me uncomfortable. I just liked where I was at. I liked riding the wave. And it wasn't until law school that I realized that I did this and I realized, okay, I kind of just ride the wave a lot and I'm not really trying and I have all this p- potential and unfulfilled potential. And I remember even growing up in school uh, when I was in my you know, elementary school and we would get report cards and we would get feedback from the teachers. And I remember the word potential just screaming out in my mind because that is one thing that all teachers kind of would write that I had all this potential. 
And I remember thinking of it as a positive thing and being like, oh, okay, well, at least they know. <laughs> at least they know where I could be at. So I don't really need to try. So at least they see that I could be there if I wanted to, but I'm not going to prove it to myself. I'm not going to prove it to anybody else. And so that word potential really stuck with me. And I finally had, you know, like a lightning bolt moment where I realized I'm not fulfilling my potential. And what is the point of this life if I'm not going to try? Like if I can skate by and do okay by not trying, where could I get if I actually tried? And I think it was a mixture of confidence issues and deep-rooted insecurities. I think it was a mixture of limited beliefs in my head. And it was also a mixture of comfort and not wanting to outgrow my peers, not wanting to outgrow my environment, not wanting to outgrow the people that I've, you know, kind of put into my life. And then I finally realized, well, no, I need to just try because this isn't working for me anymore. I'm not really happy and I'm not fulfilled and I don't feel comfortable where I'm at. I'm thinking I'm comfortable, but it really doesn't feel comfortable. So... I started going above and beyond for things and I started trying and I started putting myself in very uncomfortable situations, doing things that were not comfortable, were not easy. And I started dealing with rejection left and right all the time. Yes, I would get things and I would accomplish things, but there was a lot more rejection than there was, you know, getting things that I wanted. It it was a lot more negative in a sense at that time. And I it took me a while to deal with it and understand. And I always held true that everything happens for a reason. And I was always trying to be at peace with these decisions, but it wasn't always easy in the moment. And I remember it'd be something as grandiose as going for a really big job opportunity that I thought I was great for and I really tried for. And that's what would happen. I would end up actually trying for things and still getting rejected. And that is when it kind of stings more because when you don't really try, you're just putting yourself out there and you don't get it, there's no attachment to it. But when you're actually trying and you're putting yourself out there and things aren't panning out, that's kind of where it really stings. And I still had to keep going. And I would get situations where even with friends where maybe people would say that they had an opportunity for me or they want to help me out some way and then they would never follow through or they would stop answering or... I wouldn't get opportunities that I thought were right for me or I had gotten and I would just be turned away from those opportunities and friendships and people and environments and things that I thought were meant to be put in my path, I was rejected from over and over and over again. And I finally realized that this was a gift that I can't see. Right now, I want everything. If I'm putting myself in a position to get some kind of opportunity, Obviously, I want it. Why would I put myself in that position if I didn't want it in that moment? What I can't see is it three months ahead of time, six months ahead of time, a year ahead of time, two weeks ahead of time to think, okay, well, if I get this opportunity, is this the right opportunity for me? Am I going to be happy here? Or is there something else around the corner that I can't see right now, but I will not get to be able to live out that potential if I take this right now? So sometimes rejection is a way for things to show us that this isn't meant for us and there's something better around the corner. And it really is a gift because if it wasn't for that rejection, we probably would say yes to the opportunity and then we would miss out on all the other greater things that are around the corner that we wouldn't have patience to wait for. So that's why rejection is so wonderful because you cannot make all those decisions all the time and it is very difficult to say no to things. 
people think it's difficult to say yes to things, which it is. But once you learn to say yes to things and you're open to opportunity and you're open to putting yourself out there, saying no to things is very difficult because that's the way life works. Once you get some opportunity, then you get more opportunity. And then eventually you do have to make those decisions because that is the true difference between someone at the bottom and someone at the top. People think that, oh, well, this person you know, works a low-level job and they make less money than the CEO or someone on top and that person doesn't really do anything all day. They just sit around and tell people what to do. Well, guess what? That person is making decisions left and right. And the reason why the person at the bottom is not making that much money is because they don't have to make any decisions. They don't have as much responsibility. They don't have as many things on their back as the other person. So it might seem easier to just say yes to this, no to this, yes to this, no to this, than it is to stare in your computer all day and type away and do some kind of work in that sense. But really the hardest work of all is making decisions and being able to make split decisions and being responsible for those decisions and knowing that those decisions not only are going to affect you, but affect many, many other people around you and below you and in your company and all over. And it's a ripple effect. So the decision making is really the part that we need to refine in order for us to reach a new level of success and also be ready for the success when it comes to us. And that's where rejection comes in because before we get to that level of understanding what is for us and what's not for us, that's where the universe, God, comes in and takes you away from opportunities that you thought were right for you. And that's why I say it's a gift and you need to trust that something better is coming along. So if you applied for, for a job or you applied for an opportunity or you wanted to do something or maybe you already had something and then it was taken away from you, just know that for whatever reason, there's something so much better around the corner that is waiting for you. And that is the thing that is pushing these things out of your direction. That is the thing that is redirecting you and guiding you to where you ultimately need to be. But sometimes you're not strong enough to make those decisions. You're not at a point where you could say no yet. And you don't see things from that perspective. You're not in that hindsight is twenty twenty part because you haven't gotten there. You're still in the present moment and you can't look back yet. But I guarantee you that when you look back, whether it's in a day or a month or a year, and you look back on those opportunities that missed you and the opportunities that you felt rejected from, I guarantee you that you look back and you're like, you know what? Thank God that didn't happen for me at that moment. I either wasn't ready or I was ready for something bigger and something better. And that is just what I want to leave you with because I truly believe that. I try to really hold on to that. And I really have gotten to the point where it has gone easy. And if I get rejected from something, even if it's things for a moment, even for a brief second, because I am human at the end of the day, I don't let it marinate more than that. I move on and I understand that something much better much greater is coming around the corner, something much more aligned with my purpose and where I need to be. And I am just grateful for the opportunity to enter my path and also to watch it dissipate and disappear because that is what life is about. We don't always know what's best for us. We don't always see things in the full potential that we could possibly be at. We only see ourselves in a limited potential. Even if we grow, even if we keep expanding that potential, it still is limited to a sense because what is out there is always so much more powerful and magical and strange and beautiful and miraculous than we could ever, ever imagine. 
And that's the beauty of it. Because if we could see it all, if we could understand it all, and if we knew it all, life would be boring really, really quickly. And I know I mentioned that in my article. So I just want to reiterate that again. But I just wanted to share that. And I hope that you really, really do look back on your life and you are grateful for all those moments that you've been rejected because ultimately you have just been redirected and you are redirected to this podcast because you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast if it wasn't for that. So it all comes full circle. And I'm just so grateful that you're here. I'm happy that you stuck around to listen to this podcast and listen to my article and listen to a few of my thoughts about rejection. So I will just leave you guys with that. And I love you guys so much. I hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are. And feel free to reach out to me. Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know how you're thinking. Let me know what you thought about this article. And if it resonated with you and you feel like it got through to you, then please do feel free to share it with somebody you love or maybe someone you don't like. I don't know. That's really up to you. But all right, guys, I will catch you later.